Hello, welcome to this podcast. These are the daily audio devotions from Good Shepherd Lutheran Church in Lincoln, Nebraska, as they are prepared by Pastor Adam Moline. You can check out our church website, goodshepherdlincoln.org, if you want to uh, get more of these particular devotions. They're also available in video format on our YouTube page. Let's get into today's devotion. Hello and welcome to our daily devotion from Good Shepherd Lutheran Church in Lincoln, Nebraska. I'm Pastor Adam Moline. Today we're going to continue our look at the life of King David, finding how it is fulfilled in our Lord Jesus Christ. We've been working our way through the consequences of David and Bathsheba, which led to an open rebellion against David by his own son. This is in contrast, of course, to the Son of God, who obeys the Father's will completely, accomplishing all that the Father asked him to do. We see those two things in stark contrast, and we also then see a lot of the things that are happening to David ultimately being fulfilled in our Lord Jesus Christ. When we read today's, gospel, or today's scripture lesson in that regard, pay attention to place names that match place names that you hear during the account of Good Friday. Specifically, think of the Mount of Olives, the Brook Kidron, and also weeping as our Lord Jesus wept over the city of Jerusalem. So too, in today's text, will David weep over Jerusalem in almost the exact same location, in fact. Our reading for today comes from the book of 2 Samuel, chapter 15, beginning at verse 13. And a messenger came to David, saying, The hearts of men of Israel have gone after Absalom. Then David said to all his servants who were with him at Jerusalem, Arise and let us flee, or else there will be no escape for us from Absalom. Go quickly, lest he overtake us quickly, and bring down ruin upon us, and strike the city with the edge of the sword. And the king's servants said to the king, Behold, your servants are ready to do whatever the Lord, the king, decides. So the king went out, and all his household after him. And the king left ten concubines to keep the house. And the king went out, and all the people after him. And they halted at the last house. And all his servants passed by him, and all the Carathites and the Pelathites, and all the six hundred Gittites who had followed him from Gath passed on before the king. Then the king said to Ittai the Gittite, Why do you also go with us? Go back and say, stay with the king, for you are a foreigner and also an exile from your home. You came only yesterday, and shall I today make you wander about with us? Since I go, I not know where. Go back and take your brothers with you, and may the Lord show steadfast love and faithfulness to you. But Ittai answered the king, As the Lord lives, and as my Lord the king lives, wherever my Lord the king shall be, whether for death or for life, there also will your servant be. And David said to Ittai, Go then, pass on. So Ittai the Gittite passed on with all his men and all the little ones who were with him. And all the land wept aloud as all the people passed by. 
And the king crossed the brook Kidron, and all the people passed on toward the wilderness. And Abiathar came up, and behold, Zadok came also with all the Levites, bearing the ark of the covenant of God. And they set down the ark of God until all the people had passed out of the city. Then the king said to Zadok, Carry the ark of God back into the city. If I find favor in the eyes of the Lord, he will bring me back and let me see both it and its dwelling place. But if he says, I have no pleasure in you, behold, here I am. Let him do to me what seems good to him. The king also said to Zadok the priest, Are you not a seer? Go back to the city in peace with your two sons, Ahimaaz, your son, and Jonathan, the son of Abiathar. See, I will wait at the fords of the wilderness until the word comes from you to inform me. So Zadok and Abiathar carried the ark of God back to Jerusalem, and they remained there. But David went up the ascent of the Mount of Olives, weeping as he went, barefoot and with his head covered. And all the people who were with him covered their heads, and they went up, weeping as they went. And it was told David, Ahithophel is among the conspirators with Absalom. And David said, O Lord, please turn the counsel of Ahithophel into foolishness. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. We could speak a lot about all of those events, but essentially what's happened is David's son Absalom has conspired against him, has declared himself to be king, and now is at the head of a great host coming to overthrow David. David, with the few men loyal to him, are running away at that time. There's a whole lot we could talk about with that, but there's two things I want to focus on. As he leaves, he is going out the east side of the city of Jerusalem. That means that he goes out a gate into a valley, and then he begins an ascent of the Mount of Olives. He passes by just a few yards away from where the Garden of Gethsemane will be. He walks up the mountain to its summit where God is worshipped, according to this text, and it's there that a garden still exists today, the Garden of Deus Flaviot. Probably not saying that right, but essentially it means the Lord wept. It's the place that before Jesus enters into Jerusalem, he stands and overlooks the entirety of the city and says, how often have I desired to gather you together as a hen gathers together her chicks, but you would not. Where David weeps, later on our Lord Jesus weeps over the city of Jerusalem as well. That brook Kidron is the same valley as well that in John's gospel we hear about Jesus crossing before he goes into the garden of Gethsemane to pray. Lord, if there be any other way, let it be. But if not, let your will be done. These places are the same places that David had also been at at this time. Additionally, Jesus went and prayed from the top of the Mount of Olives 
right before he entered on Palm Sunday to shouts of Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, blessed is the son of David. The Mount of Olives then also is the place where David now in today's text is running away, not with joy, not with hosannas, but instead with weeping and sorrow. All of these events that take place during David's life ultimately find their fulfillment in the life of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. They find their fulfillment in who he is and what he does. There will be more of these fulfillments that we'll read about as we get to 2 Samuel 16 as well. These events all teach us that God has operated throughout all of history with one thought and one goal in mind. Since the fall into sin, God has planned to send his son to bleed and die to forgive the sins of the world, to forgive you all of your sins so that you might have life, life in his name, life to the full. We continue to see more of these particular things in the next few weeks as we continue to look at the life of King David. In the name of Jesus, amen.